0: building up
1: to the new season the clock is ticking until the new season begins This is the Go
2: Radio Football Show.
0: Yeah, tonight with Rob McLean and Mark Guidi. good to have you with us. An exclusive radio interview with new arrival at Rangers, Fashion Sakala coming away in the next hour. The Zambian international striker joining us in about 20 minutes on the day that Celtic have signed the Japanese J-League's top scorer, Kyogo Furuhashi, easy for me to say, in a deal worth around £5 million. He's netted 14 goals in 20 games this season. For Vissel Kobe, three and six for the Japanese national team. Celtic announced yesterday they'd signed Israeli winger Lil Abada and Swedish defender Karl Starfelt is expected to follow him in the door. That's an outlay um, mark of about 13 million pounds, which coincidentally is about what they're going to get from Brentford, it seems, for
3: Chris Eyer. Yeah, I mean it's 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 big money being spent uh, by by Celtic, and it's also a, a fantastic fee. That I think that they've recouped for. For Chris Ayer, uh, Rob, and they consider they bought them for six, seven hundred thousand pounds. They've now sold them on with a year to go, and about to sell them on at thirteen and a half million, with no doubt, with a a chunky add-on into that as well. So that's excellent business. But don't forget. The, the, the money that's been spent by Celtic in the past couple of days that's only just touched into the Frimpong money that was brought yeah. in um, in January so the Ayer money hasn't been touched yet and I'm sure that and Postaclogu will want to get his hands on that to start recouping and strengthening his squad and also whatever happens too with the likes of Odds and Edwards so there should be plenty more money being spent at Celtic Park over the next few weeks. That
0: balance sheet is still looking pretty solid, isn't it, it, at Celtic Park? And yeah, he will want to eat into that a little bit more. Uh, You would imagine we'll be looking at what sort of team Celtic are going to have out tomorrow against Preston. Uh, and what sort of team, much more significantly, they're going to play on Tuesday night in their Champions League qualifier. There's always a little bit of flattening news uh, to bring to you at the top of a show. Uh, it happens pretty regularly, doesn't it? Uh, another game's bitten bit in the dust in the League Cup, unfortunately. Uh, Dundee have been awarded a 3-0 win after Ross County forfeited their Scottish League Cup group game in a row amid positive tests for COVID-19. Four for Athletic were handed the three points from their game last Saturday. A uh, county have told SPFL organisers they still have insufficient players because of positive tests among a number of players and staff. This is just breaking news. This is just coming to us at the moment. Uh, four ties have now been forfeited because of COVID outbreaks since the competition started last weekend. And of course, we brought the news last night that uh, East Cobride. Uh, had been awarded that 3-0 win and Kilmarnock had uh, taken their punishment uh, whether they've accepted it or not is another thing but uh, the punishment seemed to have changed doesn't it in the space of three years because uh, when Hearts fielded an eligible player against Cove um, Andy Irving uh, they were docked two points and fined 10 grand that seems to have become uh, three three points and five grand now
3: Yeah well I mean they've got to move the time you don't know the, the... Uh, the exact circumstances behind the scenes and what kind of case that they've, they've, they've presented um, and what has, um presented yeah you should probably look for consistency across the board with things but um, you know sometimes cases are on, on the surface they look the same Rob but when you dig a little bit deeper and then you're supplied with information then you know there, there can be um, you know different angles to them
0: I think we're also looking for consistency aren't we in terms of how many fans clubs can get in I mean that, yeah. that just seems a, a chaotic situation at the moment, uh, Celtic going to have nine thousand fans on Tuesday for the Mitchell and game. Two thousand tomorrow for the friendly against Preston. Uh, Celtic had applied for double that number Uh, a revised request for Aberdeen five and a half thousand at their European game uh, next week they had initially looked for eight thousand Hibs are still waiting to hear they've asked for for nine thousand and it it appears to be it's all an application to the local council basically for what is effectively I think a safety certificate about how many fans you can reasonably have in
3: yeah well I mean I think for for Celtic first things first it will be good just to have supporters back in the ground for them um, tomorrow and uh, 2,000 against Preston 5.30 kick-off at Celtic Park um, uh, so that'll be good that's that's a move in the right direction for that then to be increased to, to 9,000 Tuesday night for the Champions League game will give Celtic a boost of course they'd have rather had rather have a full house rather was 60,000 in but they did ask for 18 I thought it would have maybe been around about the 14 mark um, Rob so I think you know Celtic have uh, are entitled to feel um a little bit disappointed uh, that we're yeah. only getting nine thousand, but it's a step in the right direction, and it's about what the players do Um on the park. I was at the St Johnston Preston friendly Tuesday night, a thousand twelve hundred fans in there, and it was amazing. Even just having that yeah. that little lift that it that it gives the players and just lifts the whole stadium. So for Celtic to have nine thousand then yeah. on Tuesday, that will give them a lift. Don't worry um about that, but they face a tough game against Midland. I mean, they're, they're a right good team Robert, over the piece at the moment. I would fancy me to Land to go through um, just because Celtic, just the uh, time I think it's caught up in them. Yes, they've got two new signings in, but will they get a chance to play together? I think uh, Furuhashi is in the process of travelling from Japan just now, so he won't feature tomorrow. What kind of condition will they be in uh, for Tuesday? Uh, Abada may well feature um, on Tuesday, so it's still um, all a wee bit of a, a mismatch uh, for Celtic um, at the moment, so I wouldn't expect them um, to go through. But the important thing is, Rob, longer term it's getting things right for the the league race and of course that kicks off on the 31st of July away to Hearts at at, uh, at Tynecastle.
0: Mark Guidi and Rob McLean on the Go Radio Football Show on a Friday evening. Feel free to join the football chat 0808 1717 17 700. Text Go in your message 87474 on the socials at Go Football Show. In about ten minutes or so time, we will be speaking to the new Rangers arrival, Fashion Sakala, signed from Ostend on a pre-contract. He's finally arrived, and hopefully by now he might even have met his teammates. Um, but right now, we're going to delve a little bit deeper into the Celtic signing announced today. It's taken us all a little bit by surprise. Sounds like about a £5 million deal. Kyogo Furuhashi is the gentleman in question. He has been playing for Visel Kobe, 14 goals in 20 games. He's a Japanese international as well. And uh, Joe Hendry has been talking to Dan Orlovitz from the Japan Times.
2: Dan Orowitz from the Japan Times, thank you so much for joining us to talk about Celtic's latest signing, Kyogo Furuhashi. First of all, let's get started. Tell us exactly what type of player Celtic fans can expect to see when Furuhashi takes to the pitch.
4: Kyogo Furuhashi, um, he's a attacking maestro. Striker, uh, plays mostly as a winger, but uh, can also be sort of in, in the center of that front line. Uh, amazing technician, great finisher, uh, just very comfortable with the ball at his feet, uh, able to, to really work with his teammates and set up goals. Usually he's uh, the one putting them in, uh, 14 goals this season for Vissel Kobe, who are currently third in, in the J-League's first division. Uh, Just a fantastic player who's come up through uh, the J League's second division at FC Gifu. Before that, he was uh, played in university. Uh, And he really shows uh, just the talent that the country is producing domestically.
2: And you mentioned his background there in terms of his pedigree and 14 goals and 20 appearances so far this season, I think. So it's fair to say he's a a player that people are definitely excited about. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Uh, He's been regarded uh, for a couple of years now uh, as one of the best uh, Japanese players in the J-League. It was never a question of if he was going to go to Europe. It was a question of when and where. Uh, He had uh, some options uh, for the last couple of years. uh, There have been clubs making inquiries. Uh, He's been with Vissel Kobe since the middle of the 2018 season, and uh, surely in 2019 and 2020, uh, there are clubs that are looking after him. But, but he's stuck with Bissell. Uh He's very loyal to the club. Uh, and uh, the fact that they're letting him uh, go in the middle of their season in third place with a lot to, to play for, uh, it does show how much the club respects his contributions to the team, uh, to the club, to to the league, uh, that they're willing to let him uh, fulfill this ambition of playing in Europe but uh, absolutely uh, one of the if, if not the best Japanese player that that hasn't made the leap yet and uh, he has just you know it's a really exciting uh, move uh, for all of us who followed the league.
2: Now much has been made already about the, the connection between Ange Postakoglu and Kyogo Furuhashi what sort of information can you can you give to us, or or what sort of light can you shed on that relationship, if any at all, other than the fact that he plays in the J League, um, where Ange Postecoglou has obviously come from? What, how much do you know about the connection there?
4: This move uh, did take us by surprise. Uh, both clubs really uh, put a lot of effort. Uh, the the fact that there weren't any leaks uh, until this morning, when uh, Japanese media first started reporting it. Uh, shows you that that both clubs did their due diligence and uh, just some amazing uh, professional business here. Uh, as far as the relationship between Ange Postecoglou and Kyogo Fudahashi, I'm not sure how much of a direct relationship they would have had, but uh, as all of us said, uh, when Ange was coming over there, uh, he absolutely knows the level of talent uh, in Asia and especially in the J-League right now. Uh, he absolutely would have known uh, uh is the talent that he is. Uh, I had no doubt that he came to Celtic uh, with a shopping list. Uh, you know, even if it was three or four Japanese players that he would have wanted to pull over, uh, I'm sure that Furuhashi was near, if not at the very top. Uh, he's just that level of player.
2: And in terms of the fee, the number that we are hearing here is in the region of £5 million. And as I understand it, that would be a a record fee for Vissel Kobe. Is that around about the number that you're hearing there too?
4: Yes, that's correct. Uh, Japanese media are reporting that this transfer fee will be in the vicinity of about £5 million. We don't have the exact number yet. J-League clubs are usually a bit hesitant to to share that sort of, of figure uh, with the media. Uh, but that would uh, be very close to the number uh, paid by Arsenal uh, for Takuma Asano uh, when he uh, joined from Sanfrecce Hiroshima. And, and that uh, was and remains uh, the highest uh, figure that's been paid to a Japanese club for a Japanese pe- player. Uh, so it's a very big deal. It's very good business uh, for Kobe. Uh, and hopefully it's a good sign because uh, Japanese players have been uh, very much undervalued. Uh, and it's nice to see uh, a player deserving of a transfer fee uh, getting it.
2: And just finally, Dan, Celtic have done their first bit of business in the J-League in the Postacoglu era. Are you hearing of any other deals on the horizon, given the link there?
4: I, I think that... Ange uh, will certainly have other players on his list. Uh, I don't know what sort of uh, budget he's being given to work with, how many other players uh, they'll want to bring in from Japan. Uh, recently, uh, Ado Onaiwu, uh, who plays for Ange's old team, Yokohama F. Marinos, uh, he talked about being linked to Celtic. He said "You know, he's heard the rumors, uh, but right now he's focused uh, on playing for Yokohama. Uh, Yeah, that's the standard boilerplate answer. Uh, So it's hard to say whether or not there's others in the works. Uh, I think he would do very well to look at players like Daisen Maida, another player that he has uh, coached and who has produced some very good results and will be representing Japan uh, at these uh, Tokyo Olympics. Uh, So uh, I think the door is still open. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Clubs aren't going to want to give up uh, all of their top young players this summer. And... Uh, I also think that, in a way, Fiduhashi has set a standard because if Celtic are going to pay £5 million for him, uh, they're also going to have to pay uh, maybe not equal amounts, but, say, 2 or £3 million uh, for some of these other players uh, who are equally deserving uh, of a transfer fee.
0: That's Dan Orlovitz from the Japan Times talking to our own Joe Hendry. Very interesting uh, detail uh, about what he's done so far and what he might do Over here, uh, Ange Postikoglu himself uh, uh, talking to the Celtic website today said he's clearly someone I know well. I'm sure the way he plays will excite our supporters. I think Dan said, chiefly a winger, but uh, can play through the middle as well. Um, And uh, Ange Postikoglu said we look forward to welcoming to Celtic. A lot of the Celtic fans, Mark, will be thinking Shunsky Nakamura, Uh, won't they at this point?
3: Yeah, they will. I mean, if he's he's anything like uh, Nakamura, then... He's going to be a, a top player although Nak- nakamura never came with the, the reputation of being um a goal scorer he was you know wide
0: different player, type of player yeah number
3: 10 but um obviously an, an attack minded player the shame is as is, uh, is furuhashi yes it was uh, a good insight from from dan uh there he says um a great technician um very good with a, with assists he's also scored 14 goals a composed um finisher and also the profile that he's built up for himself in Japan uh, will be good for Celtic too. I mean you look at how they tapped into the Japanese market with Nakamura mm. and you think that was, was that 14 years ago, I think they signed? Um, so was so that long, yeah. 2005, one of Gordon strikes yeah. first signed, yeah. wasn't it? So um, 16, massive, 16 years ago.
0: Massive commercial benefits It was, so are well. you think in the world yeah.
3: now how it's yeah. all moved on, yeah. um, Rob. So I, I would imagine too that as much as it's all about the player and his talent and post-coglu, is clearly identified um, him as you look at that signing and then you look at somebody like Abada who's come in, the, the, the agent involved with, with Abada has had a relationship with Celtic, a relationship with Peter Lawwell, came back with a number of signings and, and Neil Lennon. Um, so you'd imagine that's been one that's been put to post the call, whereas this one, yeah, that's his baby. Yeah, he's definitely. identified him. And what he's, obviously from his experience in Japan and now being at Celtic for two or three weeks and being at the training camp... He now knows about the standard of player at Celtic. He knows about the mentality. He knows about the ability. He knows what's required to come and play for Celtic Mm -hmm. and to do a job and to improve in what he's already got. And clearly, Furuhashi fits the bill. Otherwise, he wouldn't sign him and he certainly wouldn't sanction £5 million transfer fee um, to go and get him so it ticks a lot of boxes quite excited about it actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's
0: an exciting signing and talking about Lee Labada we will be speaking to him through an interpreter we'll be hearing what he had to say earlier on today uh, and live on the show uh, we will be talking after the break to the new Rangers arrival Fashion Sakala The Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5 On a Friday with Rob McLean and Mark Guidi, we've heard already an insight into what Celtic are expecting to get from their new signing, Kyogo Furuhashi, all the way from the Japanese J-League. And he'll be on his way now, you would imagine, uh, to link up with his new teammates. That deal worth around £5 million. We're going to hear later in the show all about Lil Abada, the new Israeli winger who signed for Celtic, speaking through uh, an interpreter. We'll get what he had to say uh, later on, but right now on the Go Radio Football Show, a radio exclusive interview with New Rangers arrival, Fashion Sakala. Hi, Fashion. Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you.
0: Good stuff. Have you met your new teammates yet?
1: Yeah, I was with them today. I had a training with them uh, today. It was very nice to see them. I was very happy and excited to meet them.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's been a frustrating time for you, hasn't it? With the with having to go through the ten day quarantine process.
1: Yeah, it was very difficult, you know, to stay in quarantine for ten days. But uh, it was okay. I just took it positive. I had uh, all the people talking to me from res, uh the players. I was in touch with the players. They were texting me and uh, encouraging me how hard it is to stay in quarantine for ten days alone. So it was okay. I just took it positive, and I knew that I'll be out soon.
0: What were you doing with your time? Sorry? What were you doing with your time? How did you spend quarantine?
1: Uh, yeah, I had uh, all the training equipment there. So I had the program for trainings and also playing games just to make sure that the, the day is going fast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, I was I was training, following the program, training in the morning and afternoon. So uh, for 10 days I had uh, sessions, uh, two sessions every day. What.
3: Fashion just like that. Have you visited I yet? Have you been inside the stadium?
1: Yeah, I was there yesterday. Massive, massive stadium. Unbelievable. More than my imaginations. Uh now I've seen that I'm very really lucky to be here. Uh when I saw the stadium, I mean, it's amazing. Very beautiful stadium. I can't believe it, but I have to believe it because I signed here.
3: <laughs> of course there's a there's a game against Arsenal this weekend I take it will that be too soon for you
1: I'm looking forward to it and uh, I think uh, I'm ready for it I okay. prepared well yeah so I'm looking forward to it
0: so you th- you could play in that game fashion that tomorrow that that's a possibility is it Sorry it's a possibility that you could that you could play tomorrow
1: Yeah there is a possibility I'm not sure but uh, we'll see what will happen uh, tomorrow
3: or just save yourself for the, the game against Real Madrid fashion. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too.
3: <laughs> well, can, can I ask you, when, when you heard about Rangers' interest, um, and you, I wondered, did you see the goal last season in Europe when, when Kimar Roof scored for Rangers against Standard Liège in Belgium? Obviously, you were playing in Belgium at that yeah. point when he scored from the halfway line. Did that kind of help you put a picture together of, of what Rangers was about when you heard of their interest?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I've been following Rangers uh, from uh, a long time. So I used to watch their games even before the interest came. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was not just interested after the interest came from Rangers, but I've been following Rangers for a long time. And when the interest came from the club, uh, something ignited in me and say, this is the right thing. And when I was watching their games playing and when I saw uh, the roof squad, a brilliant goal, uh, something that also increased some interest for me, so that this might be a very good destination for me.
0: How how much did you develop, fashion in, in your time in Belgian football?
1: Yeah, I think uh, looking at Belgium, I think they gave me the chance, the opportunity to, uh, to become a better player and a better person, so I learned a lot from them. And uh, at first, when I was in Russia, I wasn't given that much time to play with the first team. And when I came to Belgium, they gave me the chance to play with the first team and uh, I was consistent. So uh, I believe that I became better and better because African football and European football, there is a very big difference. So uh, I think uh, I tried to set down quickly. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm getting better and better. I hope uh, things will continue going like this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> was that a difficult time for you in, in Russia where you were playing with the the Spartak Moscow second team?
1: Yeah, it was a little bit difficult, but I always take things very positive. You know, uh, when bad things are happening, I always think about the good moments that will be coming in the future. And uh, uh, I had bad time while I was playing for the second team and being the top scorer of the second team, but I wasn't promoted to the first team so that was quite difficult but uh, i was very positive i just kept on working hard and praying to god that some days god should open the doors for me to make better steps in my career and uh, this is what makes me proud that today i'm uh, i'm here playing for rangers this is uh, a very good journey
3: fashion obviously you you are a striker you you'll be looking to score goals for rangers um steven gerrard has appointed Jermaine defoe now as a player coach, so he will be helping to coach the Strikers, obviously with Jermaine Defoe's experience, with Tottenham Hotspur, with England. How excited are you about the the prospect of working closely with Jermaine on a day-to-day basis?
1: Yeah, I'm very excited to work with him. You know, uh, I used to watch him as a player and a very good striker and meeting him in person. He's a very good person being a football player for me. So this is what I like about him. And I had a conversation today. I was asking him that, how is it possible that you are 38, but uh, <laughs> you are still looking strong and you look like you're 30. So yeah, I'm very excited to learn from him and uh, looking about uh, his uh, his career, uh, very beautiful career and his very professional. So I really want to learn from him and uh, stay long like him in this uh, football career. I think uh, he has been in football for a long time. So uh, it will be very important for me to learn from him. And uh, also, obviously, he'll be teaching me about the movements and everything. Uh, I told him today that uh, don't get upset, but I'll be always coming to you and asking you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: are, are you are you that type of person, then, fashion, that you, you want to listen, you want to learn, you want to have big conversations with Jermaine Defoe with Alfredo yeah. Morelos, with Steven Gerrard, just keep learning every day?
1: Yeah, that's that's my, uh, my intention. I really want to learn from them and I believe that if I can learn from them, I'll become a better player and also a better person. Uh, I believe in uh, becoming a better person when you're a better person, you can be a better player. So I really want to learn from them and uh, this is the most important thing for me. Uh, as young as I am, looking at the career of uh, Jelad and uh, uh Defoy. I think these are the people we need to learn from and I'm looking forward to learn a lot from them and I believe that uh, I'll get a lot from them and uh, uh, they will help me to keep going in my career
0: What's your favourite position, fashion? Is it is it that number 9? Is it number 10? Is it out wide? Where do you prefer to play?
1: Yeah Yeah uh, it depends with uh, the tactics and the, the formations sometimes, but I, I prefer to play as a striker at number nine. That's that's the position I like the most. But yeah. Uh, yeah, depending with the formation, and I can play as a number ten or a winger. Yeah, I, I feel comfortable in anyway both uh, all the numbers, all the positions.
0: Lots of Rangers fans will be listening to this um, and excited uh, to see you play. What what should they what should they be expecting from Fashion Sakala?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I can promise them, but uh, all I want is uh, to make sure that they are happy They are happy with me as a person and as a player. I just want to make sure that uh, I contribute a lot to the team uh, to keep winning games, and that's the most important thing. I think the fans will be very proud if I can fit in quickly and uh, start giving them the results. I know the team has been brilliant the past season and uh, if I can add something to the team to keep winning I'm 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 sure they'll be they'll be proud they'll they, they'll be they'll be very happy with me so I can't really promise them exactly but all what I want is to keep winning and keep them happy.
3: Fashion obviously in, in the past 3 years under Steven Gerrard Rangers have had some excellent results in European yes. football in the Europa League. Next month, uh, it is the opportunity to get into the Champions League with the qualifiers. Yeah. What would that mean to you to be a, be a Champions League player in September, October, November, December um, this season?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the dream of each and every player, you know. All the players wants to play Champions League. And uh, looking at the team today, I had the training with them. Looking at them, I can see that they are pre- they are preparing for big things. And uh, I'll be very happy uh, for the team to qualify to the Champions League. And I'll be very happy to play Champions League. Like I said, this is a dream for every player. I'll be very happy to start playing Champions League games. And uh, also it would be uh, a great uh, record in history for the club to play Champions League. I think it's a very important competition. So this is the only only way we can... uh, Promise the fans, I can say for the Champions League. I think they'll be very, they'll be very proud of, of us if we can make it to the Champions League. But I believe that we are going to do it.
0: And has, has Stephen Gerrard spoken to you, fashion, about his big ambitions for you, for the club, moving forward, both uh, in the the title uh, defence in Scotland, but also uh, making that sort of progress into the Champions League and European football as well.
1: Yeah, he explained to me, and uh, I think he explained all that even before I signed. And uh, when I came here, he also reminded me about it. I can see that uh, it's a club with a vision, a club with a big dream, a club which wants to keep winning. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm very I'm very excited and very lucky to be part of this group. I can see, like, what the coach says, always wants to win, and uh, he has a big dream for the club. So I'm looking forward to the dream that he has. I'm sure we are going to come up with a very big dream together.
0: Was it useful for you to have a Scottish accent alongside you in the dressing room (laughs) at Ostend with Jack Hendry just to get you adapted to to life over here?
1: A very difficult part, yeah. (laughs) Scottish accent. yeah. I think uh, me and Jack Hendry, when having a conversation, I think I used to ask him, more than three times for me to understand what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's don't, a, don't worry, we've the, we've the same problem with them as well. Don't worry. <laughs> Jack, yeah,
1: but for you, I can understand you. I think you are talking so slowly because it's me.
3: <laughs> Jack uh, played for for Celtic for a for a, a period in fashion. There's also the, the the big rivalry in Scotland between Rangers and and Celtic. How much are you looking yeah. forward to being involved in that in that derby match?
1: Well, it's a it's 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 a big dream. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is to to defend uh, the blue light, the gear. So uh, I'll forever be there for them, and I'm looking forward for the atmosphere for this big game. You know, I'm here for my club. I don't uh, think about other clubs. I don't think about uh, other teams. I just want to pay co- uh, full concentration to my club and uh, give them what they deserve—the fans and the club itself.
0: Looking at your recent record in Belgium with Ostend, uh, fashion you—you looked to have a a, a good goal-scoring record, goals related to games. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, that—that's that's a big part of your game. Obviously, is finding the back of the net.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, uh as a striker I always think about getting goals and if not goals maybe assist. and uh I think it's very important and the most important thing is uh for the team to win. So uh I'm not always looking forward to score myself but the most important thing is for the team to win and uh, get the good results. Uh when the chance comes I always try uh, to use it uh nicely. It's always important for strikers to get goals and uh I'm looking forward for the competition to start. I hope God will be on my side for me to keep doing what I was doing in Belgium.
0: How important is your international career with with Zambia?
1: Yeah, this I mean it's uh, it's very important for me, looking at where I came from, uh, where I was born. No player has ever played for the national team. I'm the first one, so right playing for
0: whereabouts whereabouts is that fashion? Uh, Sorry? Whereabouts are you from?
1: Yeah, I'm from uh, Chipata, but there is a part in Chipata there. Uh, for me, I think it's not even Chipata where I was born, but people say Chipata, but it's far from Chipata. Because from the place where I was born to go to the city of Chipata, it's like uh, four hours driving. Right. But they call Chipata. I think I saw something like they're about to change the, uh, the city. They want to give it uh, another name. So, yeah, yeah, from uh, where I was born, Bendere, Chizumat Village, yeah, nobody played for the national team from my place. So I'm very proud of it and very happy that the dream is coming true. It was one uh, one of my dreams to play for the national team and I'm very proud that uh, I'm one of the players for the national team now.
0: Yeah, that's some achievement. That's a, that's a really big deal, isn't it? Uh, and I can understand yeah. why you're so proud um, about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it's been really good to have you on the show. Really nice talking to yeah. you. And uh, we wish you only the best uh, with your career in in Scottish football. And maybe we might see a little glimpse of you on the pitch tomorrow, possibly against Arsenal.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Ali. I appreciate your support. And uh, it means a lot to me. Thank you. Thanks,
3: Fashin. All the best. Take care of yourself and good luck. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Good luck.
0: That is fashion. Takala, just arrived in Scottish football. He's just met his new teammates. Uh, loving life, he's full of it, isn't he? Uh, infectious enthusiasm, yeah. and you 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 can't but wish him well, Mark.
3: Oh God, I, I love that. Uh, Robert, Twenty minutes. What a really nice kid. You can yep. just tell right away. He's a lovely boy. He's grateful for what he's got, but he's not going to stand back in awe of the of the surroundings at Rangers day to day and being with Stephen Gerrard and. Jermaine Defoe and Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morales, he's here to make an impact he's here to get a start in jersey so he's got that bit about him but just as a person there just that little glimpse into him for 20 minutes just a lovely kid grounded and uh, uh, a credit to himself yeah. uh, and his family and his background what he's had to come through to get to where he is uh, today and um, certainly we'll wait and see how he does as a player he comes here with a good pedigree but certainly as a person And they're just representing Rangers Football Club tonight. It was absolutely first class.
0: Hopefully you've uh, learned a lot more that, than you didn't know already uh, about Fashion Sakala, that radio-exclusive interview with the Go Radio football show we've heard already. a uh, uh, Very interesting insight into uh, Kyogo Furuhashi, Celtic's new striker signing. And in the course of the programme, the breaking news just keeps on coming on the show because Celtic have announced in the last 10 minutes uh, Bosun Lawal has signed for them uh, as part of their academy. He's an 18-year-old joining from English Premier League... Watford, Watford, uh, the Ireland under-21 international is a defender who can play in midfield. So the, the signings at the moment keep on coming. That clearly is a signing uh, for the future. I guess, Mark, the big question mark surrounds the likes of Leil Abada, who was signed yesterday, who's 19 uh, from Israel. Is he an ongoing project or is he a here and now?
3: I, I don't like the words but, uh, projects. Um, no the Robert, Celtic fans won't like, yeah, like it and, either you know to be honest at Celtic's level of spend when you're you know putting out three and a half million quid that that's not in a project in terms of Celtic you're, you're looking at uh, a guy that's first team ready he's got to be you know you, Andrew Postacoglu doesn't have time for projects the Celtic fans won't tolerate projects uh, and the board Dominic McKay doesn't have time for projects so they need first team ready uh, players and uh, Abada and Furahashi and Starfield and anybody else who comes in, they'll need to hit the ground running. Absolutely. Um, and Don Laval, bossing Lawal from Watford, yes, he comes in as a kid, I don't think there'll be any pressure on him, but there's a level of expectation, uh, Rob, behind the scenes that, that this guy's got something about him and he will be very quickly pushing towards the first team.
0: It's been an informative show so far, hasn't it? And uh, we were going to find out a little bit more again about Leo Abada as well because he's been uh, talking... Uh, at Linux 10 today to the media through an interpreter and we'll hear some of that after this.
3: The Go Radio football show. Download the
0: Go
4: Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.
0: Thanks to Chris for the travel, Rob McLean, and Mark Gwedy, and a cast of thousands in the last 45 minutes. That's why this show flies quite so fast. Uh, So we don't have too much time left, having heard there from uh, new arrival at Rangers Fashion Sakala. I feel we know just about everything about him that we could possibly want to know. I think we're still smiling about him because he is such a a nice guy, comes Uh, over so well.
3: Yeah, I really enjoyed that uh, 20 minutes with him. Very open, very knowledgeable, um, clearly buzzing. To, to be at Rangers you know, just, you know his reaction to being inside the, the stadium yesterday and, and getting a visit he's no doubt he'll be looking at Stephen Gerrard giving him that look tomorrow no um, well, I don't think he'll start the game but if he's named us it'll be like come on Gaffer let me go on, let yeah. me go on. He's, he's clearly just want to go and um, get, get started so um, yeah I really enjoyed that that 20 minutes it was an absolute pleasure to speak with him. what a lovely kid
0: Yeah, and we had a great insight earlier as well into what Celtic have got uh, with their signing of Kyogo. Uh, Furuhashi, the Japanese J-League's top scorer uh, at the moment, 14 goals in 20 games, but he is Scotland-bound, he's Celtic-bound in a deal worth around £5 million. He's a Japanese international as well. He scored three in six uh, for the Japanese national team, has been playing for VCL Kobe, and clearly he's a player... Uh, that the Celtic manager, Ange Postecoglou knew all about, had him on his shopping list when he arrived, and he is now a Celtic player, as is Israeli winger Lil Abada. He's 19 years old. His first call-up to the Israeli national team came last month, came on as a sub, uh, made his international debut. Still a teenager, of course, been playing with Maccabee Petah Tikva, 20 goals in, tw- in 76 appearances uh, for him. So plays, I think, as a as a winger, but um he scores goals as well. He's signed a five year deal with Celtic and it's gonna be interesting to see how quickly he can make an an impact for them.
3: Oh I mean, all that Rob off the top of your head, not a script. Not a <laughs> Unbelievable. Your, your, your research, your research has been has been uh, superb. And the other good thing for Celtic, apart from people in the door, Rob, which I think is good for him considering what happened last season, um, is that if that's I are on the way that that's one less headache for the manager and for the board to be concerned about because clearly wasn't he going to stay. No, So it was about getting them out as quickly as possible and getting the money in the door so they can start reinvesting it. So, and that, that sounds good, doesn't
0: go, it? £13.5 million for a guy business. that's only got a year left.
3: Yeah, it, it, it really is. It, yeah. It's top business. It'll be, listen, there will be a loss. I mm. think he's a really good player. I could play in a number of positions. So don't get me wrong, he, he will be missed it was clear they didn't want to stay so yeah. when that is the case you've got to move them on as quickly as you can and get as much in as you can and all things considered with six weeks of the transfer window to go he's out of the way and you've got that money now to go and help the manager reinvest and, and it now needs to move on to to uh, Odson Edward and uh, Ryan Christie what's happening with, with the pair of them and again if they're not going to stay they don't want to stay and I don't think they do then you get them out the door as quickly as possible and get as much because what you don't want to do ideally Rob is be be selling them by one or two days to go and you're not getting a chance to reinvest or it becomes a panic buy so you really want a a solution to this um, as quickly as possible
0: I think the Celtic fans were torn about Chris Iyer, weren't they? I think we, we got that on this show yeah. in terms of, you know, some of them came on saying, I'd like us to rebuild the mm-hmm. team with Chris Iyer at the centre of it. I mean, people spoke of him as a potential captain yes. if, if he stayed. But you're right. Uh, the, the, the feeling all along has been that he feels he's got a lot of football under his belt, hasn't he? For, yeah. for one so young. Yeah. Um, and he feels it's time to move on. And it seems as if it's going to be Brentford uh, newly arrived in the English Premier League
3: yeah I mean credit um, first of all if you trace it back to to Ronnie Dyler who identified him um, you know six seven years ago brought him to the club somewhere five six seven hundred thousand pounds a great piece of business um, went out on loan to Kilmarnock played there uh, for a season it was raw learned his trade bulked up a bit got you know the kind of rough and tumble of, of Scottish football come back and then you know Brendan Rodgers molded him into to to a Celtic player, a first team ready player. Who you know, when you think about him, he could bomb up and down that right hand side. You know, he, he could play in, in in centre mid and bring the ball out, and could play as a central defender and very comfortable um, on the ball. Something I thought he might be a wee bit of aggression for the real high level and and that wee bit of know-how for European football. But you he, he forget, he's he's a kid. Rob he's only what 22 oh, or whatever he is 23 sort of I 23. think Yeah, but, so but. you forget that about him so you don't want to be too too critical of him um, obviously but he's been a good servant to Celtic and like we say it's the ideal business model you get him in he's helped the club win a quadruple treble and then you sell him for a, a profit yeah. in the region of £13 million and the boy moves on to the English Premier League where clearly he wanted to go so Good luck to them, and Celtic have managed to get a right good bit of business.
0: And that, and that has been the model for Celtic in yeah. recent times. It's fallen apart, hasn't it, recently, where, where recruitment hasn't been so good. Yeah. But you can think, think of so many, going back 10, 15 years, you can think of so many good examples yeah. of players who've done exactly what you've said, they've yeah. delivered on the pitch, and then they've got Celtic a profit at the end of it.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't been as good in the past couple of years as it was, maybe a decade ago, so probably off the top of my head, Rob Frimpong's been the only kind of success story in the past couple of years. Now you've got Aya. Whereas before Celtic were churning them out, yeah. you know, one a year. Um, that said, there was also a few ones that failed spectacularly, mm-hmm. you know, where they, where they wasted 10, 15 million quid, particularly on, on number nines, you know, Bangura, Skepovic, Rasmussen. Well uh, re- well remembered. Amido Baldy. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can yeah. go on and on yeah. um, about a few. Um, and that's where, yeah, it's good that at buying it one or two and try to get them in and help the team be successful then try and sell on again at nine, ten, eleven. but sometimes you've just got to pay for the quality and I'll, I'll just I think you've got to use um Edward as the benchmark bought for 9 million quid the record buy but look at the quality
5: mm,
3: yeah. so Something you've just got to do it the 1 in 2 millions don't always work but a 9 at that at that level you're thinking it's the old saying uh, Rob you pay for what you get
0: and talking of paying for what you get, Lil Abada, uh, about three and a half million, I think, uh, from Israel, just, a, just a won his first international cap. What is he thinking um, about arriving at Celtic through an interpreter?
5: It's uh, amazing for me to arrive to such big club like Celtic. It's really a dream. And uh, I know this club uh, from his supporters that have a really big name. And I really want to show the this club and this supporter, what I am able to do and hope it will arrive uh, to a nice result.
0: It's going to be interesting uh, what position he adopts.
5: I think it's on the right side that uh, I am the most strong, but I can play in attack, I can play also in the left side and I will do what the coach will ask me to do. I will try to give the best of myself to the team.
0: And of course, he is a fellow countryman in the squad at the moment, although I haven't seen much sign of him appearing on a team sheet of late uh, near Beton. Yes,
5: I, I believe that uh, it's always uh, helping that when you have somebody that can give you a little help uh, in integration. And together, I think it will uh, bring me what I need to have better communication and integrate the group.
0: I think the Celtic fans will, will be breathing a big sigh of relief at the moment that, that things are now finally starting to happen I mean that one that one today with uh, Furuhashi that's unusual isn't it when we get no inkling at all yeah. about anything going on and suddenly the deal is done the, cl- the yeah. clubs love it the media don't because uh, you know in a, in a sense we're caught out we find out about it late on um, this is Lee Labada talking today at Lennox and it seems as if Karl Starfeld the, the Swedish defender who's been with Ruben Kazan uh, he's going to be uh, a Celtic player as well, and boy, do they need defenders?
3: Yeah, they they, they do. It's just unfortunate for Ange Postecoglou that uh, that Starfield won't be um, in the team um, for for Tuesday. That's if he does sign. But we had Johan Mialle on last week, and he said, you know, the, the, the things, aggressive, and a good burst of pace, two really good uh, ingredients. I think Johan uh, told me that uh, Starfield reminded him of a kind of Olaf Olaf. Melberg yeah. type who was brilliant for Sweden and really excelled a, a defender at, who defends yeah, essentially excelled, at, yeah. they excelled what you need to know about Melberg Rob as you'll know he excelled at Aston Villa under Martin O'Neill and we all know the type of defenders that Martin O'Neill like yeah. so that that's what you're going to get from Starfelt um, if he signs I think that's what Celtic's needing but the concern is ahead of Tuesday night and then the second leg over in uh, in Denmark um, eight days later is that Celtic are going to begin in there with a defence that's Quite frankly, that you know wouldn't fill you with optimism. There's also the goalkeeping situation that yeah. needs to be addressed. Um, Rob, let like I say for me at the moment, Celtic don't have a title-winning goalkeeper uh, in their squad, and if they are to be serious about winning the the league back next season, they have to go and find a top-quality goalkeeper.
0: The goalkeeper and back four uh, against Bristol City the other night. I mean, it, it was Barkas who was on the team sheet, but I think it was Bain who played because Barkas injured himself in the warm-up. It was Ralston at right back, Taylor at left back, Welsh and Urugide was was the defence. Now, that I think that would be a bit of a concern, wouldn't it, going into a big Champions League qualifier?
3: Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, right away you would say it lacks experience. Now, whatever for you to put together, you know the, the, the problem really played very often together. That's just going to be the way of it um, for the for the immediate future. But um, you would certainly like more experience in it. I don't know what the situation is with near Beton, but if Nier Beton's fit. Um, I would have him in there somewhere because just of that experience, Robbie's been through these Champions League yeah. qualifiers um, in the past. So um, I see a bit of concern. I know he's not everybody's cut a tee in terms of Celtic supporters, but I do like Greg Taylor. Yes, I think the left back position needs to be looked at, but I, I do have confidence in, 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 in Greg Taylor. Um, but, but there are apart, um, you know, the, there's certainly big improvements um, required. But the manager will, will know that, and there'll be a frustration that whether it be the goalkeeping situation or the central defender, situation, has it hasn't been sorted out quicker. You know, that's the, as much as it's a good day for Celtic today in the past 24 hours, getting a bad and for a signed, Um, signed, it's a disappointment that they haven't addressed the defensive situation because there's 35 million quid riding right on this Mitalan game, you know, yeah, moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, Rob, now, if they did progress, the games will get harder and harder and eventually I don't see Celtic qualifying anyway for the Champions League. But they would like to put a marker down that they've got something about them that they can go and beat the the, the runners up from the, the Danish Super League. But I don't think it will happen. I think the Danes will have too much of them over the two legs.
0: Mark, thanks a lot. And well done for your pronunciations as well in the course of the show. It's been a lively show. It's been a really informative show as well. Hearing from Lil Abada, uh, getting an important insight into new signing Furuhashi at Celtic as well. And live, uh, in an exclusive on the show, we heard from new Rangers arrival, Fashion Sakala. That's it for the Go Radio Football Show week. Uh, We are back next Monday at five. The Go Radio
5: Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five.